Thank you for joining us for this episode of Talking Talent. I'm Nicole Fuqua. You're listening to our audio series where we dig into issues related to talent acquisition. Today's podcast is a bit different from normal. As organizations around the globe confront challenges presented by the coronavirus outbreak, even the most seasoned talent leaders find themselves in uncharted territory. We're creating a series with our experts here at People Scout about the issues that are most pressing during this uncertain time. We are focused on the safety of our employees and clients, friends, families, and loved ones. However, it is important for many organizations to keep their talent acquisition functions moving, whether to provide essential services or to serve our communities by providing jobs. Many organizations are also now adapting to a newly virtual workforce. In that spirit, today we are sharing insights from People Scout Global Leader of Business Operations, Cindy Kataya, on building modern business continuity plans. Cindy brings more than 12 years of leadership and 20 years of industry experience in partnering with global organizations to build and deliver strategic, scalable talent acquisition solutions with a focus on operational and process excellence. In her current role, she is accountable for enabling operational effectiveness to support People Scout's unparalleled commitment to clients including supporting the execution of the strategic business plan and governance of the operational goals and priorities. Cindy's role also includes executive leadership of People Scouts Global Delivery Centers in India. Cindy is joining from her home office in the Chicago area. Cindy, thanks for joining me today. Happy to be here. Thank you. So let's start with the basics. What is a business continuity plan? What's the purpose of having one for your organization and why are they so important right now? That's a great question. So um, a business continuity plan, um, let's start with the overall definition. Uh, basically, what it is, is it's a step-by-step business strategy that um, is built to be able to be executed at a time where there is a disruption in services. And um, the whole purpose is to protect the organization's um, people as well as their assets to be able to resume operations in both a controlled as well as expedient fashion. Along with that, it identifies requirements as well as an execution strategy related to business operations as well as people. Um, The reason that it's so important is because it's the only way to ensure that organizations are effectively prepared for an interruption um, and along with enables companies to continue critical business processes to minimize the overall impact to both customers of an organization as well as the employees. At PeopleScout, our business continuity plans um, allow us to continue service delivery to our clients in any type of adverse condition, as well as it just lowers the overall cost of disruption from incidents while ensuring we are meeting our overall contractual obligations. Many companies have had to put their business continuity planning to the test recently with the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, This has shed light into areas where their plans might not be as complete or effective as the plan was thought to be, the results of which includes confusion, delay in response time, and in some cases, impact to overall services or products that they provide to their clients. You mentioned the importance of having a thorough and complete plan. What does a thorough and complete plan look like? 
It's important to know that a business continuity plan doesn't mean um, that it is complicated or difficult to understand. Also, the technology that's used to capture the details of a business continuity plan are less important than the accessibility of the detail that's included um, along with the plan itself. When you think about an effective business continuity plan, it should clearly define what to do, how to do it, who's going to do it, and when do you do it. A business continuity plan should be easy to use and be detailed enough for a non-team member to be able to pick it up and successfully execute against it. The components to be thinking about when, when you're putting together a business continuity plan are the identification of the, the team, the defined processes associated um, with that area, an employee list or call list that you will have to uh, reach out to in the event that you need to execute, vital records that are associated with the business processes, along with what type of telecom needs are going to be required or applications um, that might be impacted, including software, equipment, supplies, things along those lines. What steps should an organization take when trying to build or build on to their business continuity program? That's a great question. First, I think the optimum scenario is to build a business continuity plan when there isn't an event or disaster happening. Developing real time during a situation is much more difficult. As said by Xunzi, who's a Chinese general and the author of The Art of War, plan for what is difficult while it is easy. With all that being said, though, it's important to think about three things. Evaluate, identify, and ask questions. When you think about evaluation, evaluate your organization, understand the unique needs based on the location, technology that's being used, the number of employees, as well as the processes that are completed. Under identification, identify the key participants to be included in the continuity planning effort. This should include a combination of both leaders as well as subject matter experts. And finally, ask questions. It's in the answers to those questions that you'll truly understand what is needed to build an effective plan. So after you do those three things, um, think about the basic methodology. And the basic methodology that a company should use to build their plan starts with first, strategic planning. So that's going to just help us prepare for the incident. So the risk analysis, what could go wrong? What do we do and what are the maximum acceptable downtimes when you're thinking about the impact analysis to the business? The requirements analysis, what do you need to recover along with what the recovery options might be? So how will we recover? The next phase would be the tactical planning phase, which is going to tell us how to respond to the incident. So that's where the documentation comes into play. How do we engage the recovery option and ensuring that that is documented effectively, along with what do we need to do now to be ready? So laying that groundwork in the, in the event that you do have to execute against your BCP. Here are some tips um, that as you're thinking about building a thorough and complete business continuity plan that you should consider. One is always look for opportunities 
to improve your plans or your overall um, business continuity posture. Plan should, should always be a living, breathing document and reviewed on a regular cadence. Think about how would we do this if? And then plan accordingly. If you change how you do things today, consider how it impacts your business continuity strategies. Do they also need to change? Does everyone on your team know what's expected of them during a business interruption incident? Make sure you're leading tabletop exercises to discover other opportunities to improve your plan and your program. And is your plan detailed enough to allow any member of the team to be able to execute against that plan at a time of an incident if your planning team has been compromised? There you just mentioned tabletop exercises. Can you tell me a little bit about what those are? Sure, absolutely. Um, A tabletop exercise is really about testing your business continuity plans, which is really a critical component to ensure that you're prepared. As you create and conduct the testing, it's important to, one, be realistic, two, be pragmatic, and three, be practical. The tabletop exercise um, or testing scenarios um, need to create realistic scenarios that include disruption to your workforce, whether they're going to be partial or full, but including impacts to locations, technology, as well as um, your individual resources or people within the organization. Also create a list of points to consider for everyone that's participating in the test. So for example, how are we alerted of the situation? How do we get information from and to the clients as well as to our colleagues? How do we have to alert employees not to go to a specific location? What are the implications of not having access to our files, to our equipment, or to the workspace in the building? Do we need phone lines forwarded elsewhere? So those would be the points to consider um, as you're thinking about your tabletop exercises. Who should participate in tabletop exercises? How are they conducted? So the as far as and when you're thinking about um, planning for a tabletop, all of the individuals um, who have been identified as part of the business continuity team um, should be included. But if they're not available, at a minimum, it should include the following: the crisis manager. So who is the individual for initiating the business continuity plan when the need should occur? A team leader, as well as specific team members. The size of the team will differ. So based on the size of your organization or the number of locations, along with the differentiation of process between locations, uh, the team that walks through the various scenarios, as, um, as I mentioned previously, a scenario with an impacted facility, a scenario with technology impacted, as long as, as well as a scenario with resources that are impacted. As you walk through each scenario, the crisis manager will need to ask questions to poke holes in the solution, in the group thinking, um, to ensure that they're challenging the status quo. It's in those conversations that the missing information is going to be uncovered and the planning really becomes more rich and um, most effective. Do you have any advice for someone who may be creating a plan for the first time and maybe isn't as versed in all the different tools? 
Absolutely. I think that it's absolutely when you're when you think about it in developing a business continuity plan, especially for the first time, it's it is very easy to get paralyzed um, when you're starting with white paper. So one thing to remember is that planning is just the primary objective. Um, planning is what creates the ability to be able to recover. So writing a plan or documenting the instructions is a secondary objective. If you remember to look at your plan and ask, does it clearly state what to do? Does it indicate how to do it? Does it reflect who does it? And does it identify when to do it? If the answer to those four questions is yes, and you verify that to be true through the process of testing, then you're sure to have a plan that should serve you well in the event of an incident. Are there any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with today? Yes, I'll leave you with this. It was Benjamin Franklin who once said, by failing to prepare, we are preparing to fail. And having a solid business continuity plan will ensure you are prepared for any event that might come up. Well, that's the perfect spot for us to wrap up. Cindy, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Nicole, for the opportunity. Have a great day. And thank you for listening. If you have any questions that we didn't cover today, you can send them our way. You can email us at marketing at peoplescout.com or you can find us on social media. Just search People Scout on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. To make sure you don't miss an episode or to hear more of our coronavirus series, visit our website and click on our Coronavirus Resource Center. We will continue to publish new resources to help in any way that we can. You can also subscribe to our feed on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Talking Talent is a People Scout production. Music by Sound Design through Shutterstock.